My name's Chris Denman. We got Travis Terrell, Michael Gaines in the house. Giamatti on the board. We'll say hi to him in just a little bit. Today, packed show, guys. Oh, yeah? Yep. What's on deck? No, nope, we don't do that anymore. We do have a wide open text line. I figured we'd lean heavy on that throughout mm. the 7 o'clock hour. 314-880-0808 is how you can get a hold of us. Call in, text in today. We'll hit you with our most valuable topics. We're going to have Doyle Murphy from the Riverfront Times coming in, talking about a crazy story involving a sheriff. Ben Hockman checking in later on in the show. And Michelle Wolf, comedian and contributor for The Daily Show, in studio. What a busy Friday, Chris. I'm excited. Travis has his corny voice uh, prepped and ready for everybody. He's got a shirt that uh, makes him look like a handsome young man on, too. So kind of you. Hey, do us a favor. Follow us. We uh, This is St. Louis Live. We do a lot of social media work through We Are Live Radio on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those great places. You can check us out online as well. Podcasts on iTunes and wherever finer podcasts are distributed. You guys want to get into some uh, MVT action? Let's get this bad boy started. Michael, you down with that? I'm absolutely. Michael, are you? Happy Friday. You Sun's excited? Out. Sun's out, guns out. Well, That's right. Go. Oh, hey, and officially, hi, Johnny. Feels good, doesn't it, guys? Let's get this bad boy started. Little MVT action. MVT starts now. Good morning, St. Louis. Trav, what's your MVT today? Let them fight, Chris. (laughs) No, don't. That's my most valuable topic. I I went on a mini rant a couple nights ago on the Friends of Wall page, which... It's a private, very exclusive group. Very exclusive. And I have had issues with baseball players throwing... At guys in the batter's box. I, I like hate this. it. I think it's the wussiest thing you can possibly do. And I was watching, or I saw some of the highlights last night of the Celtics and Wizards game in the NBA playoffs. And Kelly Olenek and Kelly Oubre got into it. And, you know, texts were handed out. Free throws were shot. I'm sick of that. Let them fight. Let's get this done and over with. Stop with the passive-aggressive, let's throw a baseball at a guy's back. Stop the, I'm going to throw an elbow in your chest when I'm trying to set a screen. You don't like me. I don't like you. Let's fight and get it over with. It's annoying as hell. What about the children, though? Don't care for them. Okay. You and I, I both saw a know. Pretty, I pr- saw a pretty fire white kid fight on uh, online the other day. Looked like a couple eight-year-olds really getting after it. <laughs> Let the boy watch. Yes. <laughs> you proud were you? I was like, you know, eh, this a little of this is good for these little I, little turds. I think it's good also for professional athletes because I, <laughs> you, but you find out who is really about that, that life, and I'm sick and tired of. I just, it's enough's enough. You know, you can stop with the flopping, you can stop with the yapping, stop with the talking from the dugouts. Let's just bang it out, man. Whoa, Cri- well, clip, clip that, mm-mm. clip that immediately. Yeah, come back to yeah. me. No, I, 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 I see a guy like Chris Sale, an extremely talented left-hander, a guy that's the ace for the Boston Red Sox, and I get what he was trying to do. But you are 60 feet, 6 inches, throwing a ball extremely close to someone's back, neck, head at over 90-plus miles per hour. That's so weak. Because 
imagine your reaction, Chris, if, say, a guy like Manny Machado then decided, oh, you're going to use your weapon. Well, then let me take my weapon out to the mound and let's go ahead and finish this like Walking Dead style. Like, enough's enough. Let's go ahead and let them fight. That's my most valuable topic. We'll, we'll get, get into, into that later on in the show. Mine, uh, Gaines is going to be excited. Uh-oh. Potentially four spinoffs for Game of Thrones coming. <laughs> four. Could be miniseries. Could be topics. We'll get into that a little bit later. Gaines, start us off with most valuable topic. My most valuable topic today is the big baller brand released Lonzo's <laughs> first shoe. The ZO2. It is beautiful. And you can is it get a quality it. is it a quality sneak? I actually do like the shoe a lot. Um but you can get it. You like for call it a sneak, Trav? Just a small price oh, of no. $495. And, and, <laughs> and if you don't want the shoe, just get the flip flops for $220. Oh boy. But if you want it autographed, can get I it wear for nine hundred and ninety-five dollars? Oh, of course. Can I wear them with jeans? Absolutely. Okay. Now, Lonzo Ball, how many games in the NBA has he played? Zero. Okay. But right, he's a me, big baller. Let me try this again. Okay. How many national championships did Lonzo Ball win this past Zero, because he had three okay. white kids starting All on right, his cool. team. That's a uh, good point. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dad. And Lonzo Ball has been drafted by whom? Nobody yet. Ah, interesting. I'm noticing a theme here, Chris. You're jealous. Yeah, you're just not a big baller. <laughs> So, actually, during my topic today, uh, there's a contact us on the website of the Big Baller brand. Okay. And I'm going to take some time to uh, write them an email about how influential a person I am in the city of St. Louis and how I think it would behoove them (laughs) if they uh, sent me a (laughs) pair of uh, ZO2s because I I could be their Midwest brand ambassador. You're going to send that today? Yes. On air? Yes, on air. Will you accidentally put a couple extra zeros in your Twitter follower count when bragging about it? Probably. I'll probably use, like, We Are Live's Twitter <laughs> following. Even that, you'd need to be like, well, yeah, I got 500,000 followers, man. Or just tell them a different name. So yeah. I'm starting it off to whom it may concern, parentheses, LeVar Ball. Comment. Now, let's give everybody a, a, a quick background of LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball is the father of UCLA point guard Lonzo Ball. And LiAngelo. And, and LaMelo. And LaMelo. And all the, one and done. These three brothers have all one. They, well, one just recently obviously finished his tenure with the UCLA Bruins. The other two brothers have already committed to the Bruins once they complete high school. And these kids are phenomenal. They went to Chino Hills High School. They go to Chino Hills High School in California. And these kids... If you haven't seen any of the YouTube videos, they literally shoot threes from, like, half court, and their offense is to get the ball, basically shoot the ball within 11 seconds of the shot clock. In high school basketball in California, they use shot, shot clock. So their goal is to try to get as many shot attempts up uh, early in the possession and often. They, all, they, they play that kind of offense that the owners of the Sacramento Kings wanted to play, and that's essentially – you know how we used to play at the rec, have a guy trail behind and just have four guys go back on defense? Mm-hmm. That's essentially how Chino Hills plays. Hey, no snowboarding. <laughs> and that's how the ball players have become phenomenized. These kids are able to play an up-tempo offense and score about 50, 60 points in a game. Was it LaMelo? He had 92, I believe. LaMelo had 92 points in a high school basketball. the weakest 92 I've ever it was, seen in my If life. you've seen in the highlights. Of that ninety-two points, it's it's pretty disgusting. Yeah, he's a re- he is a really good basketball player, but it was it was terrible. And they're viral superstars. So Lonzo, of course, uh, will be eligible for the NBA draft, likely to go 
a lottery pick. Top, top five. Three. Top, top three. Some is say what top is, three. Yeah. Uh, and there's a likelihood that he could end up in a place like Los Angeles. And so, Let's uh, his, do it. But his father is extremely bombastic. He's a guy that loves talking about if you were. And give me, give me his. So I looked it up, and he was briefly a professional tight end. Like, really briefly. Very briefly. Yeah. Like, didn't play. For the pan- no. He was, like, on the practice squad for the Panthers. He played Yeah, some, so, I mean, so he, he was in, we'll, we'll say he's an NFL player. He played player. some D1 yeah. college Made ball. Made it to he the NFL. D2 college yeah, he ball. Did. He did. And he's very bombastic. He's very, he's similar to, if you remember, Richard Williams, who, of course, was the, the father of Serena and Venus Williams. And if you remember back in the day when he they first jumped on the scene, he would he told the world that these are the greatest tennis players of all time, and you will worship them. He was right. <laughs> People thought he was crazy, but he was right. Uh, and LeVar Ball has taken a page from Richard Williams and has essentially said his sons will go down as the greatest basketball players to ever play the sport. Well, and just not even the greatest basketball players, but the most profitable basketball players, too. And hence where we are right now with Gaines MVT, where he has essentially said, and, and to his point, I think a lot of us may actually agree on this, he attacked the big shoe brands. He attacked Adidas. He attacked Nike. He attacked the Under Armors of the world, essentially saying, hey, stop off, profiting off these kids. Uh, and, I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> those are his kids. So this is essentially what he decided. Uh, he's like, well, screw it. I'm not going to wait hand in hand, uh, hand in hat on for the, for the Nikes and the Adidas. I'm going to come up with my own shoe. And he released it yesterday to the stunning price of $495. Yep. And it should be noted, he's obviously successful in his own right with whatever he does. I don't know what it is because they do live in Chino Hills and the median income out there is pretty, pretty high. (laughs) Uh, He also recently, the Chino Hills basketball coach was fired and it was reported that him and LeVar Ball got into some altercations throughout the season. So, Can you imagine being that coach? Like, and I'm sure that coach will go on. If he coached at a varsity level there, he's going to go get another high school job. Probably. Sure. Can you imagine if that's your goal? Maybe you're from the general area. You're there. You think you've made it to the big two. You're like, I'm the head coach of a giant high school in Southern California. Right. Sending kids all over the place. Uh, maybe I'll get a college offer. Maybe I'll be able to turn down a college offer because this is such a great job. Right. <laughs> and then you run into this guy. It's, Can you imagine? And he could—he probably did derail this guy's career. Oh, there's no doubt about it. There's as, no doubt about as it. As he should have. His game plan was terrible. <laughs> and it wasn't featuring enough Lamelo this past year. And <laughs> I will, know, I'm here for the Ball family. <laughs> you know, we allow a kid to get as their 30s. Midwest representative. Yep, I mean, I'm, I'm writing the email <laughs> oh, right that's now. That's what he's doing. I'm writing that's the email what right you're now. You're warming up. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a family. big baller brand brand ambassador. <laughs> So childish. I'm so sick of you. When I get the free shoes, who's going to be laughing? This, I think, and I, I'm going to go on my uh, Clint Eastwood get off my lawn mini rant really quick. Oh, I thought you were going to say Dragon Lady. No, I. <laughs> Shut up. I think this is. I think LeVar Ball, while his intentions, while he does have well intentions, especially for his sons, I think he's indicative of high school sports parents. I think he's indicative of. Yeah, you've my co- kids you've bigger co- than everyone you've coached, else. You've coached JV basketball, I right? have, yeah. and I have. I've worked at local high schools here in St. Louis, and parents behave like Levar Ball. Are their kids as good as Lonzo? The no, not at all, not at all, uh, not at all. But everyone believes their kid is 
Lonzo Ball. Oladella. Is Lonzo Ball better than uh, Tatum? I would. I say no. I, I, I say Tatum's the more for sure probably bet. Um, I, I mean, they're they're obviously two very very different players play different positions. Sure. Um, I think Tatum has more upside. But in the new kind of NBA, I think Tatum's perfect. Lonzo, well, I think Lonzo could be. With with the new math and the how many three pointers people sure. shoot up, like Lonzo could be a difference maker in well, the way of course, the new that's NBA what you, played. The Midwest ball represents. <laughs> exactly. Would Don't encourage him, Chris. No, he's. He, I see your point there, especially if you watched last night any of the NBA playoffs. Uh, which, if you haven't, shame on you because our good friend Quinn Snyder is doing a pretty decent job with the Utah Jazz. Two zero uh, against the spread against the Warriors, and they play competitive ball, mind you. They have lost both games, but. Uh, when you look at guys like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and the way the Warriors play, you see the way the Houston Rockets play where they want to get up the court and shoot. You're right. I can see Lonzo being very successful. But that still doesn't bring us back to the point of the tennis shoe being 495 freaking dollars. Now, so what's your argument, Gaines? Now that you are now the Midwest brand manager of Big Baller Ambassador. Brand, ambassador. You're really going to run with Ambassador. You... How do you go to the public and justify four hundred and ninety-five dollars shoes? Oh, Lavar already did it for me uh, yesterday. How did it go for? It? I mean, it, only big ballers can afford the new shoe. <laughs> there it is. Chris. So there it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I don't want I don't want peons buying my shoe. <laughs> I want ballers only. So you're okay with Kylie Jenner? Okay, hey, from from the uh, from the rhino's nest, oh. we have a stat. Oh, a nice thing, I, rhino's, the rhino's nest. nest. Is that a right. big nest? Yeah, well, this so. one does. They have nests? Yeah. This one does. He's oh, a okay. sad rhino. Oh, Justin the sad rhino. <laughs> Snowflake. Snowflake. What rhino. is a depressed rhino? <laughs> we don't. We, that's kind of an attack. That's it. <laughs> you could just say sad now rhino. Now you're just bullying. Sad Charlie. rhino is kind of like, oh, droopy. I don't know. I'm here. I don't know what's going on. Like depressed Eeyore. is like uh, like the, the Van Gogh picture. <laughs> just like, no. No. What, what do he we says, have in the nest? So I, uh, I wear a size 14 shoe. Six hundred ninety-five dollars for men, for men, for men size fourteen and fifteen. Ballers stay ballers. I, I Den, Denman ain't balling. Uh, I, ain't nobody buying a six hundred and ninety-five dollars shoe. It ain't happening. Gaines, you cannot convince me this is going to be a big thing. Look again. I love the idea of essentially saying, "Hey, Nike. Hey, Adidas. You're not going to just you know pimp out my kids, you know, for your brand." I'm going to do it myself. Mm-hmm. I love it too. But for four hundred and ninety-five damn dollars, man, in this economy, six hundred ninety-five. Yeah, for fat ass feet like Chris, yeah. But for people like me, pansy feet, sevens, the eighth of the world. I'd rather sell like a thousand shoes at that price than like have to sell twenty thousand shoes at like fifty bucks. What is going to happen day one when he shows up at an NBA practice with big baller brand shoes on? Uh, there's still okay. So when we went down to uh, shout out to Memphis Grizzlies, Coach Fizz, what's up, guys? Uh, when we went down there, it I felt really old, except for when Nick Van Exel was standing you over the standing by. You, yeah, when you no, it by looked Nick like it was a bunch of it, it was a bunch of kids. Yeah, it was. I was like, I, long gone are the days that Carl Malone like beat your ass whenever you're a rookie in the NBA. Yes, Anthony, you know what I mean. Anthony I, Davis was like an eight foot. 11-year-old. You're like, right. well, right. you're young and extremely tall and athletic. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. So, honestly, I want to say, yeah, he's going to go in there and catch hell. But 
in reality, he's going to be like a year or two younger than the captain of wherever he goes True. and probably on a bad team. So he'll kind of set the tone probably. Definitely. There's I, not a, there's not, you know, uh, Robert Parrish isn't pa- practicing Taekwondo in the corner of the uh, of the locker room, Bill Winnington's not uh, you know trading true. stocks. That's true. While, while Will that's that happening. act get old though? I mean, are there a, the, while you're right, no. a lot of young guys on these teams. But you look at a guy like John Wall. Look at a guy like Bradley Beal. They're technically they're nearing savvy veteran status. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So I'm questioning whether or not that type of and I hate this word and I don't think it'll be necessarily this distraction. Or someone with all this noise. You got a guy like LeVar Ball. And Lonzo, to his credit, he keeps to himself. But you have this big, bombastic personality. You're a team that's drafting in the lottery to take Lonzo Ball. So clearly you had a crappy season or two. So is that what your organization or franchise needs at that moment? A guy like LeVar Ball around your organization as you're trying to build your winner? I, if you really believe in his kid being, you know, this You'll this, this iconic thing, no, no, you go have a talk with him <laughs> beforehand. You, think that, you well, say, who "Hey, has that hey talk, though? and uh, does it work?" The general manager, yeah, it can. You just be like, "Hey, I know you think that you're going to do this marketing thing, and you've done a great job. I would like to buy this from you for a million dollars, and that's called keep your mouth shut, money." He would laugh at you out of the room. <laughs> he would. Yes. He would. He would literally laugh at you, then go on first take and blast you. Yeah, he would. I, I think the on, only reason why I'm curious what executive can actually resonate in the same fashion in which Chris just illustrated. I think a guy, again, he's talked about being a top three and the lottery hasn't been set yet. But I think if you go to a team like the Lakers, where now Magic Johnson is over uh, player personnel, I, I think that may be the only individual, at least only executive that I can immediately think of the teams in the lottery that can get to LeVar Ball and like, hey, man, L.A., it's great to market yourself. That's important. But the only reason you would come to the Lakers is to help us win. And if you ain't about winning, I'm going to need you to stay the hell away from my organization. Because this is Magic's first chance to really put another, I say, a stamp on the Lakers. I'd be like, Magic, your net worth, what is it? And he'd be like, oh, really high $100 million. You get that by playing basketball? Nope. I got that by doing all my businesses. Okay, you stay on your side, I'll stay on my side. It didn't hurt that Magic was a top 50 player of all time and one of the greatest point guards. It also didn't hurt that he played in L.A. He was an uber star. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying like... He literally became the face of the Lakers franchise. His on-court earnings is just a small percentage of his net worth. But Magic doesn't get to that. Magic doesn't become the businessman that he is today with what he was able to do on the court for the Lakers. I guess, but there's he a is, lot of there's a lot of successful NBA players who aren't worth as much as Magic Johnson is because he had an eye to the future of business. And that's great, but what good is that business if Lonzo Ball gets exposed like he did against Kentucky? Uh, and he gets exposed like that on, on a nightly basis in the NBA. I it depends on what you define as successful. Are the Kardashians successful? Hell yeah. Then I don't think he and has they're to, talented. I don't think he and when has I think to, of the Kardashians, I go boom, talent. I, I all think over. I think the Ball family can literally do what the Kardashians are doing. Interesting. It from a like sports standpoint, it only, a, it, it only works if the sons start taking on their father's personality. But if the father is the guy that's going to, it won't work. 
I'll tell you what, I don't know. There is a version where they do Kardashian out, but there's also a version, and I mean no aspersions to this guy. Tyron Woodley, in his early fights, his mom was a staple cage side. Screaming, hollering, causing a scene. Chris, that's the black mom from Ferguson, duh. And proud as the day is long. Right. He's the welterweight champion now. Sure. She's still there, I'm sure. Yeah. It's not quite the spectacle that it was. I have a feeling, and maybe we can ask him when he comes in here sometime. I have a feeling there was a, hey, we're going with an image thing here. Maybe. Maybe I'm. I, I'm, I'm I, I just yeah. wonder about that. Sure. It was like, she was a really, it was like a thing when he fought in Strike Force. <laughs> it, was, it was a big thing. Hey, we got text coming in, guys. You guys like text. 314 Tons of text, actually. And I'm going to try and go back because I appreciate you guys all texting in. Richard Pritchard, uh, whoa, just Travis, just, I'll just say this. Don't stop talking. You're, you're helping Mr. Pritchard. Oh, boy. And the cuddler checking in. Hey, boys. Good to hear from him. Tony the Plowed Dow says, where's his Katy Perry song? It's Friday. We'll see about that. And it's great to have us back on the airwaves. Uh, we got uh, Reading Rainbow. More text him. Matty Bear. Hey, guys. I have a Friday prediction. Travis will nope, nope. do something by 10 a.m. Oh, Bet God that. Lordy. Beef Momo. Just wanted to say good morning, and I hope you all have a blessed day. Beef Momo said that? As a, as, no. No. Beef Momo. Wait a minute. Huh. What's the punchline? There's no punchline. There's no punchline. Well, Beef Momo, good, good morning. Good morning to you, that sir. That is so nice of you. That is right. Jason <laughs> King of all Filipinos, if Ball gets drafted Lakers, he'll be a 30 for 30 <laughs> failure. Groupies will treat him down, take him down. L.A. is undefeated as a city, by the way. So I don't care how big of a personality you think you are. That city will bring you to your knees. <laughs> the city he's from. This basketball talk is making me want to chug my own can of paint. Is Chris there? <laughs> it's Matty Bear. That's too sweet. Um... It is a big Friday, though, in the loo, Chris. I don't know if you heard. There's a, there's oh, yeah, Cardinals really got us fired up for today, uh, right? Well, you know, we're going we're gonna to put them in the back burner for the time being because right now they're disgusting. They're not cutting their hair. No one's lining up those mustaches. They're a messy team, and I don't know how they expect to win. I want them to have negative sideburns. <laughs> it reminds literally every fan that has been ticked boot off. Cut, boot cut jeans. <laughs> Have you, every time I see a fan online get ticked off at Carlos Martinez's hair, which he changed, but every time I've saw that... Wisely. <laughs> I think of the Simpsons episode when they have the baseball team. Eddie and Monty Burns is telling guys to cut their sideburns. It's like, we're a professional baseball team here. That's where Cardinal fans are these days. We're worried about people's facial hair. But, Chris, I was speaking of the match at the trade. It is. We have Blues. We'll talk to Hawk, Ben Hockman from the St. Louis Post Dispatch later about this. But um, what's your feeling right now? As far uh, as it's a Friday night, it's a it's a do or die game. Hockey, you can come back from three one. Yeah, I think the Blues. Are you give them hell tonight? They're going to win. They're going to win three three two. Oh, yeah. There's so, right off the bat. Damn. I am a hockey expert as well, yeah. and I've for? seen a movie that's made me very smart. Please don't take Mighty Ducks. Please don't I've take seen me. The Big Short. Oh, The Big Short, of course. Nice. <laughs> nice one, Chris. Guys, I got my email ready to send. Oh, shut right. up. What's so, your email? So Michael Gaines is sending an email to Big Baller Brand. Please read it aloud. To become us. their Midwest representative. To whom it may concern, parentheses, LeVar <laughs> Ball. My name is Michael Gaines, and I am the producer and co-host of We Are Live oh, and St. Louis oh. Live. 
in St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis Live is the fastest growing morning radio show in the city of St. On Louis. On this station, it, in this time slot, yes. Yesterday, I saw, I saw the release of the ZO2, and I was instantly mystified. As the producer and co-host of We Are Live in St. Louis Live, I have the pulse of the St. Louis community. I By know, the way, we have a black co-host. I know how they Put tick. a picture of Travis. Always helps. I think I can be an asset to the Big Baller brand. I'm emailing you to request a pair of the ZO2 size 12 and become Big Baller brand's first Midwest ambassador. I'm just spitballing right now, but I think if you send me these shoes, it can be worth no less than $50,000 in free marketing to your brand. I want to the rise to the top with you. Let's say screw the haters and do us. Kings do king things. Michael Big Papa Gaines. Oh, man, that's beautiful. Hit send. I'm hitting send. Please. God. Uh, I think the part where I think... I hope I get a response by the end of the show. I think the way you sold it... I hope is... he trashes you on first take. <laughs> that would be great. And, uh, Michael Gaines of St. Louis Live is such a bum. That's good. But if you like the Uncensored Podcast, download that too. How would he know that? He wouldn't know that at all. No, I think where you sold it for me is, hey, I'm just spitballing here. <laughs> like, hey, we're really having a session here. Nothing gets me going in an email than seeing a guy sent to me just spitballing, bro. It's, it sounds like they're just so smart and like, yeah, I'm just I'm just messing around. I'm so relaxed. I, I it's Do you guys think I have a chance? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they'll send me just the flip flops. That's cool. That's a two hundred dollar flip flops. Oh God. It's I, I hey, more power to them. it's like I said, I said last night online when it came to LeVar Ball, it just isn't funny anymore. I, again, I, I commend the guy. Just because you don't know your biological father, I, I know why, my father. why would you? Why would you go I'm after them? I'm very well aware who my father is. I'm literally going to see my father later this evening. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm. He was in my life. He continues to be in my life, Chris. We've discussed this, and you're right. I am excited to see a black father in their kids' lives. That's awesome. It's great. At the same time. Four hundred ninety-five dollars shoes. Six hey, hundred ninety-five if you're of, of <laughs> decent size. <laughs> Acceptable size. Uh, thank you. Yes. Really decent size. My thank ass. You. I, I'll tell you this, was Lonzo Ball. You come to Lou, I'm gonna rob your ass. <laughs> putting it out there. I'm putting it out, me I'm shoes just going out there. He's gonna podcast and not give me shoes now. I don't care. I'm just. I'm, gonna, I'm not threatening him. I'm just making a, a clear promise. Set foot in St. Louis. I will rob both of you. I will rob your daddy. He's and actually. You. I was thinking about that because. He's having these spats with people and everything. And I was like, yeah, I bet he talks a lot of game. And then I realized he was also a professional football player. He's a big, big fella. He's still a black guy, Chris. he probably still destroy you. Not saying for me. Oh. And uh, I'll pull up some tape. You know what? Connor's going to destroy Floyd. If you're going oh, oh. to talk to me like oh. that. Uh, listen here. Listen here. Look, I get it that you all of a sudden now like poor people coming up in this world. Hey, Conor McGregor rags the riches. I like that. Black athlete's been doing that for the last damn 40 years. Now Chris sees <laughs> one damn Irishman. All of a sudden, I just relate to that story. Chris, who owns 45 acres of farmland in southern Missouri. Yeah, pulling yourself up by the bootstraps, are you? No, we're, you know what? You started this, Gaines. He, he started this. It's on, Mr. Denman. Mr. Denman's right. Who, who do you think you are? Mike Lee's space bar. I hope LeVar challenges Travis to one-on-one. Hey, there was a tape released of him playing basketball. It looked pretty bad. It's, oh, is he yeah, bad? It's not good. Well, he's also kind of, like he's old now. And, yeah, you know, you just deteriorate. Awkward. I don't know, man. There's some guys hanging out that are in damn near sixty that'll shoot threes all day long. 
Yeah. What What does that make you feel like? Don't I, try I, to I know. On me, <laughs> what does that make you feel like when you see like a fifty five year old guy at the rec center that's just making it rain on your ass? What goes through your mind? I haven't been playing much lately, but I always liked it whenever like they would kind of light up the jerk on the floor, <laughs> the guy who didn't quite get it. <laughs> I was like, well. He's going to shoot threes every single time, and the guy does this for exercise probably for the last 20 years. I don't know why you're getting an attitude with uh, with the 50-year-old man, uh, Mr. 19-year-old, who probably never played on a high school team and has a thin beard. You should probably just calm down. Let him do his thing. <laughs> Who's your favorite guy on the court? Is it the guy that tries to call offensive plays or the guy I My that... favorite guy in a pickup game is guy with... Um, with uh, too many like accessories, he's got the wristband, the yeah. headband. Yes, he does. And he braces. makes sure he has a fresh thing. He's got his chain, his chain on. Uh, <laughs> and again, not doing anything fundamental. Just probably jacks up a three here and there, and has like two crossover moves that he learned because you know he had a black friend growing up or something. I don't know. <laughs> it, it it's really depressing whenever that happens. Yeah, he because you like basketball like. You guys, you're playing pickup basketball. Nobody needs to fight, but that guy always is like kind of almost getting into it with someone. I, I have no patience for that. My my favorite guy is the guy who calls offensive sets. Hey, yo, ISO! <laughs> what a, screen coming! What about a guy that calls off a screen in a pickup game? Call- no, I don't need it. <laughs> Waves him off. Waves him off. Waves off a screen. I, That's me, so I like that guy. Oh, God. But then I just shoot it. Who you, Chris, you have one last position to fill on your rec league basketball team. You have me, you have Gaines, you have Justin the Sad Rhino. Who are you taking? Oh, Gaines. Yeah. Wow. I go yeah. I guaranteed seven. He's gonna play he's gonna play some defense. He's gonna mm-hmm. he's gonna, gonna you be, don't play any defense? Don't play defense. I'm gonna say he's, Travis he's, will pass me the ball I'm then. Gonna, you'll you'll shoot too much. I, I retract. Travis. Because <laughs> I I'll be anchored down in the post. Down in the post. Oh yeah. Get low. Get I get down low. Travis knows to dribble down to that baseline. Yeah, he wants to get that. it right there with yeah. a big man. I don't have to move. That's very true. Don't make me move. I've anchored in. Mm-hmm. I always I always call out, like, I want to guard the other three-point specialist on the team. And then I That's get, so a, lazy of you. get a gentleman's agreement with him and just be like, hey, I won't go down in the post if you let me shoot uncontested jumpers. <laughs> you're, so you're literally using lawyer negotiating tactics from SLU in a pickup basketball game. Yeah, it works out every time. You're so short, I don't understand why you play the sport. Interesting. Yeah, you have no height. You have no vertical. I'm trying to understand why the hell are you even on a basketball court? I just go seven of eight from deep. Okay. I've never seen you shoot a basketball day in my life. You don't don't walk around. Do you have right now under your jeans basketball shorts on? Yeah. That's a lie. I wear my uh, college shorts under my my, uh, things like Michael Jordan did. (laughs) Remember that was a thing in high school? That was a thing in high school. We did that as as children. Weirdos. And I did it all the way up through college, at least in my sophomore year. That's because you didn't wash your underwear. Well, I didn't know what a washer was when I got to college. Like, what? Where's my mother? Where's uh, my mother? No, I... You never know when a game breaks off. You always have to wear shorts underneath your jeans. I've never worn shorts underneath my jeans, but I've always been a large human. So My favorite guy in the pickup game, is, yes, this was a real person, white boy with all the freshest gear, license plate that reads, rim rocker. <laughs> too, too bad he couldn't dunk, and he got absolutely worked in the frat league at, at MU. <laughs> you go to Columbia, and I don't know how it is now with uh, the current climate, 
at Mizzou. But any time frat guys were involved in a random just pickup game, for sure, a not you would know they weren't going to, but every single time an almost fight. I, Did yes. you see that a lot? Yes, and I, what also upset me is that I always thought when you went to the rec center to play in a pickup basketball game that you knew how to play basketball. Like I did not yeah, know it was it, a it, thing. It's a weird sport to go play if you don't understand. It. Right, yeah. I never knew it was a thing where, like, I get the foreign students coming because they're like, "Hey, America! Hey, I saw this on YouTube. I'm going Dude, to you, play." Were you in there with me? <laughs> there was a group of Asian students. Yes, that's I, who had, I was specifically had, thinking okay, of. And I had just gotten back to where I could dunk. <laughs> and the, oh. <laughs> now, if you really want your ego, especially if you're a freshman, Man. for all the kids right now who are listening to the show on their way to high school, if you, if you really want to big up your ego, uh, yes, find the foreign students on your college campus at the rec center and just play normal basketball. They will think you're... Russell Westbrook. Like, oh, my God. Layup. Ooh, layup with his right hand. Oh, is that uh, – where, where was that? That was uh, from. from Ireland. That was my <laughs> Ireland students. That's what I meant specifically. Okay. That was who it was. No, I – that was uh, – but then there are also, of course, those, those frat guys that you're talking about. Again, I always assumed, especially in the city of St. Louis, if you're going to go to a street pickup game, you, you should know how to play. You're halfway it's decent. Like, it's not tossing a, a, a football around with your power. Right. There's a – five-on-five game going and it's on. Pretty, and it's generally intense. So it was weird for me to see kids uh, in the rec center who absolutely had no business on a basketball court, but yet they were there, and they were very intense about it. They also probably went to slew high school. Also, for sure. Definitely went to a private school. Also probably slept with your woman that night. <laughs> hey, let's uh, – we'll, we'll get into kind of where we see the Cardinals heading and, and Blues with Ben Hockman later on in the show. Again, we've got Doyle Murphy from the Riverfront Times coming in at 8 o'clock hour. Can I set that Michelle, up when we Michelle Wolf from The Daily Show who's doing stand-up at Helium Comedy this weekend. Real quick, let's update everybody. What's going on with the Cardinals? What happened last night? Some bad news from Bush Stadium. Uh, yeah, Gaines, uh, we lost uh, another outfielder, which was going to be the strong suit for the St. Louis Cardinals coming two, into the Two season. outfielders. So what the hell happened last night? Cardinals fell 5-4 to four after getting out to a 3 nothing lead with Wainwright on the mound. Used to be automatic, not so much anymore. Um, he continues to – I saw this stat last night. He's given up the sixth highest line drive rate in all of baseball as a pitcher. Not not great. But anyway, Steven Piscotti and Dexter Fowler went down. Fowler with a right shoulder injury and Piscotti with a hamstring injury. Piscotti was a little uh, optimistic last night walking around the clubhouse, according to our good friend Ben Fred. But uh, Ben Fred had questions if the trainers would agree. Um, and Garrett, Derek Gould's piece this morning, it said Fowler and Piscotti likely headed to the 10-day DL. Tommy Pham was already on his way from Memphis to meet the team in Atlanta, where they are this weekend. So it looks like at least one, if not two people, Dexter Fowler and Stephen Piscotty, are headed to the DL. The Cardinals are nearing a stretch of their schedule where they have games that they absolutely should be able to win, or at least series they should be able to win, and they're not doing that right now. They're traveling to Atlanta, a very young team. Uh, They have a brand-new stadium, the Cardinals' first visit there. Kind of an old team, though. It's weird. Yeah, very weird. They get to see their good friend Brandon Phillips again this weekend. Uh, this Cardinal team, we discussed it very briefly earlier this week. Um, they are what they are. But not only that, 
Is it me or is this Cardinal team also incredibly, incredibly boring? Like it's the losing, I think obviously makes for a boring team, but this Cardinal team just is not fun to watch. And it's and it definitely is not fun watching a guy like Adam Wainwright struggle. That is, I think, has been one of the most difficult developments, if you will, coming into the early part of the season is watching him struggle. That he can't get the curve over consistently, is certainly not through an extended period of time throughout the game. Fastball's flat. It's just it's it's this team is uh, it's a shell of its past. It's it's not a fun team to watch. Obviously, they're not fundamentally sound. And now you have a guy like Fowler, who was in, probably considered the more productive guy in the lineup. He's yeah. now down. Piscotti's down. I, this is a very icky stretch for the St. Louis Cardinals. I, they can find themselves in a very, very bad position here in the next two weeks if if they don't somehow begin to pick it up. But when you got a guy like Wainwright, and who you talked about yesterday, Gaines, he's a four now. He's a five now. And I don't... In this rotation, especially, I think he probably is the fifth best <clears throat> pitcher. Yeah, that I don't think... I think coming into the season, I don't think anybody expected him to look like a, a Chris Sale or anybody expect him to look like Scherzer. But Adam Wainwright's got to give you more than what he's given the Cardinals. And it's not, I'm sure, obviously not for a lack of effort. But it, it's tough. What do you? What can you do when you have a guy that you've relied on for so long? Who's, earned, who's earned a chance to try and figure it out? Oh, absolutely. And the Cardinals will give him every opportunity to do that. It, it's just... Well, and they don't, they don't have the depth this year to mess around with that. No. And next year is probably a different story as far as depth goes. And he's that as the final year of his contract next year. So I am actually really interested to see where that heads with him owed $19.5 million next year and put together two pretty less than stellar seasons back to back we'll see i I don't it's very still premature we still have a lot of baseball left in the season but could we find ourselves at some point this summer seeing the st louis cardinals as sellers i guess but who are you selling jerko I don't know. Is your best player? Yeah, Jerko. Jerko's your best player under control. O is probably one of them. You'd probably have to keep Rosenthal just Leak. because of the. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on how how bad it how gets. deep we're going here. I mean, I think the Cardinals aren't going. I mean, if you just want to toss Rosenthal to somebody for a for a decent AAA player or something, you know, that's not that crazy of a move. If you start, I mean, if you really want to make a splash. Yeah, you trade, uh, man. It, do you do you send Carpenter out for a, a big boy prospect? If the Cardinals are noticeably very far from making the playoffs, I don't, but I, I, I don't think noticeably. that's gonna. I don't think they're gonna be that bad, though. Do you? I think you don't we're think Tommy Pham's gonna come uh, save the day. Who is the guy? Who is the player or players that you think can carry the Cardinals through this stretch? Who's well, the person it's, that? It's I mean, pen, it's pitching days. Yeah. yeah, and like Chris said, it's pitching, which is going very well for the Cardinals. Oh, with that being said, the the Cubs are going to do the, what the Cubs generally do. The the Milwaukee Brewers. I don't think any of us. Well, I mean, anticipate the, them hanging around. All are the season. Cubs going to do what? Because they they've struggled. They 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 didn't lead before the sixth or seventh inning in any game against the Phillies this past series. I mean, if we're saying this is what the Cardinals are at this point, is this what the Cubs are at this point? Because no. the Cubs are struggling. But we know their guys are going ahead. 
they have a history of guys consistently. I'm not worried about hit. their hitting. They're losing games like eight to six and nine to seven and eight to four. It's it's the, it's their pitching. I think the Cubs are in a better position, especially in regards to personnel, to be able to fight through their funk as opposed with the Cardinals personnel being able to fight through their funks. Oh, that's fine. But I'm saying if the Cubs continue on that pace, I don't see the Cardinals getting 10 games out of first like they would have if the Cubs were on the pace that they were last With that being said, which is very much a strong possibility, but with that being said, is there anybody in this lineup or the Cardinals rotation that you believe can help weather the storm right now for the Redbirds? A guy like Matt Carpenter who hasn't really, really got it going yet. I mean, Jed Jerko is carrying this team right now. I, I, I think... That with pitching can carry a team through a ten day disabled list with Fowler and Piscotti. Let me ask you this: What do you think? And we'll get a little bit more in deep when we were able to get Hockman on as well. Is not only discuss the Cardinals but also the Blues, obviously. But do you? What do you see when you see Rain right now? When you see him out there on the mound, it, is it? Is it, I don't think he's. I don't think obviously he's not lacking confidence. Uh, I don't think it's an issue of anything in between the ears. Oh That's no, never it's been just Adam's thing. But it's just, is it? He's had. Is it? Velocity, what are, we, what are we talking about when we see Adam Wainwright? It's a guy who is getting up there in age, had a lot of injury history in the major leagues, and he's, he's towards the end of his career. Like, this is, this is some of the last rides. It's, it's kind of sad, but, like, It's that's, weird, though. Like, why, why can't you make him into your super reliever? That doesn't happen. It just feels like I, I get it for the pay, but at the same time, no, he's not helping you. So I, it's. It, I, do you I think, think he'd throw think up be that a, flag and say. Yeah. I don't think he'd be effective in that. In I that don't role. know. With how specialized bullpens are, and everybody's pumping ninety nine coming out of mm-hmm. there. I mean, it just the way that curveball is just hanging over the heart of the plate. You don't want to bring that in. in the well, maybe it, I don't know. Maybe it gets a little sharper if it's not used as much. Possibly. I, I, I see what you're saying as far as wanting to utilize Adam Wainwright as best as possible. But I, the Cardinals, he's a starting pitcher. I, well, I don't. Well, you and you also who's who is replacing him in the rotation? Tyler Lyons on the DL. Uh, you got Marco Gonzalez. I don't even know where he is. <laughs> you got uh, Weaver. He just made his first start for one inning in Memphis the other night. So there, there's no depth. There is no depth. in starting pitching there, in St. No Louis de- right and now. And that's right. That's why I think. That's why I'm more concerned because. Obviously, the more the successful Cardinal teams in the past have been able to rely on a very sturdy and consistent rotation, and obviously that's not necessarily the case right now, especially with a guy like Adam Wainwright. Finally, Carlos Martinez cuts his hair and realizes that was the mm-hmm. reason to his struggle. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think that gets enough airtime. You know, when you think about it, hair always affects velocity on your pitches, Chris. Mm-hmm. Trav gets it. <laughs> Cardinal fans are the best. They're the absolute best. We're going to have our guy Doyle Murphy come in, and I want to just give a... Yeah, let's, let's chit-chat about it. Yeah, we're going to bring him in. The reason why we're, we've had Doyle Murphy on in the past uh, for We Are Live, and he writes, of course, for the Riverfront Times, and Doyle finds some of the most amazing stories uh, around the St. Louis metro area throughout Missouri, some of the most intriguing stories that you may not generally hear about in St. Louis news. And the uh, most recent piece that he wrote uh, in the Riverfront Times is about Sheriff Corey Hutchinson, uh, in a rural Missouri county, uh, a guy that promised to clean up the drugs in his town. And he did just that, Chris. He, he went to his town. He cleaned it up. He ran uh, on a campaign of making the streets safer for families. Uh, but Mr. Hutchison may have gone a little bit too far. And now he's facing 
time in prison. So it's a very convoluted story. It's very over the top. It's uh, it's truly small town Missouri politics, drama, uh, families and businesses involved. But it's a very unique situation. It's it, and it, but if you talk to the people who are involved in this situation, it's kind of a microcosm of national politics right now. You have a very you know boisterous, bombastic guy that comes in with all these promises, you know, at like a superhero mentality. Now he becomes the villain. Now he's doing things that he wasn't supposed to do. Now he's doing some of these corrupt things that's putting him on the spot. But yet you still have half the town defending him because now the streets are clean. So we're going to get into that with Doyle Murphy, who will be joining us. Guess what, Chris? At the top of the hour. Ridiculous. <sighs> I'll accept that. No, excited to uh, to have Doyle in. If you guys want to keep the texts and calls coming in, 314-880-0808. And it's a good time to tell you about our friends at Fairway Automotive. Check out the Facebook page. And you know what? Throw them a review. Let them know. Yesterday, Birch with an I cash in a $25 gift certificate to Fairway Automotive Services. I stopped by there yesterday. We take all our vehicles there. Travis even takes his uh, Chrysler 300 with 22s in there. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. <laughs> Gaines, takes his Fiat. Gaines takes his Fiat, <laughs> and I take my Volkswagen. <laughs> it, it works out for everybody. Check them out. Again, Fairway Automotive Services. Find them on Facebook. I share a lot of their stuff. They're great people. Wonderful service, and it's a unique experience brought to you by Lindsay and Jason Gallahue. Go check them out and leave them a review. Let them know how much you appreciate their great work. And tell them, uh, tell them Trav sent you. Yeah. That's, you have Tony Dow show up there. <laughs> Pantsless. Trav sent me. Now, this isn't part of the live read. But no, no, no. That, I, that was actually in it. Well, I want to and Can I add this to the live read? Okay. When it comes to their clientele, my word. Take it easy. Good Lord. Big the Papa people said, who, who send their car there, my, oh my. Tony the Plow Dow says Brian Doyle Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> He's so proud of that, too. That is good. And Mike Lee's space bar racked up about $800 in parking tickets from the parking lot next to the Mizzou Rec. <laughs> Never thought they'd withhold his diploma until he paid all those. I have yeah. a bunch of parking tickets at Mizzou. I, I, I have a really cool fair file today, Chris. I don't, I don't know if you've heard of this segment. Well, we do listener submissions now. Yes, we it's do. not this garbage I thing where we have to... people. Every day. Where we have to pretend that we care and we bandy about topics. and <laughs> wow. Instead, we give it to you. We do. And I'm about to give it to you. Really nice. Take it. Right easy, now. man. Um, Tell you what, we're going to give away. We'll give another another. What are we giving away? We'll give another set of Cardinals tickets away. Two well, Cardinals tickets. Are they Cardinal coupons or tickets? <clears throat> <They're> t- <laughs> Listen, Gladys, <laughs> we're out of coupons. This isn't happening. <laughs> giving away two more Cardinals tickets. Haunted level. Haunted level. Haunted level. Haunted. 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 One hundred. Is that H? Two Cardinals tickets. Travis, do we have a fair? Do we want to announce it in the eight o'clock hour or now? We can announce it now to let people salivate. Okay. In the commercial break, and you can email in your best fair or foul. Where can they email? And no, from the rhino's nest, interns cannot win. Where can they send their emails again? St. Louis Live Radio at gmail.com. All spelled out. None of that lazy ST Lewis. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. We spell it out. Spelled it out. Because we real St. Louisans. I, I, St. Louis Live Radio at gmail.com. Send in your best fair or foul. And the topic is. The topic is guess what's upon us? 
not winter, but graduation season. So I have... Fair, foul, graduation season? <laughs> no, is that I, it? No, that's not it. I, I, I Boy, that was hell working in a restaurant <laughs> in a college town. Don't remind me. I just had flashbacks. Don't you do it. This is Marley's special day! <laughs> Ma'am, we're a brewery. I want Chablis! <laughs> Where's my box of wine? Ma'am, this is Arby's? <laughs> Can we help you? Um, my youngest... I didn't pay for this liberal arts degree! To get slow service. <laughs> my uh, my younger sister, who uh, doesn't even turn twenty till the end of the Fair year. Fair foul, Trev. Ah, shut nice. Up. Don't you do nice. it. Nice. Shut up. That is not a St. nice. St. Louis. That is, that is St. Not. Louis Live Radio at Gmail. So grow up, sister. Trev. Grow up. My younger sister. She is uh, graduating summa cum laude from the University of Memphis. I'll be heading down to FedEx Forum. That's an Fe- interesting name. Her name's. Sue. What's her name? Her, her, her name is Destiny. She oh, is not. Okay. You no, know, she is not. Shut up. Anyway, I will be attending uh, a graduation this weekend at the University of Memphis. And I'm there. I, in general, hate. How do I say this? Uh, people? Yes. Hate them all. Old people? Ill. Yuck. Yeah, uh, children, get them out the way or I will punt them. <laughs> Don't care for them. But graduations bring them all together. Uh, so I'm going to have to tolerate this. So fair or foul, they tell you this at the beginning of the ceremony, not to applaud or celebrate or yell or scream for your kid when their name are, are, is announced. Fair or foul, screaming your children's name and celebrating when their name is announced during graduation. Okay. Fair, fair or foul. foul, celebrating at your child's graduation. Loudly Celebratory during screen. the ceremony, yes. Now, are you aiming this at our Caucasian listeners? I, I, <clears throat> now, there is a, they, not, a group not, of Americans that generally man, there just don't adhere to that rule. I stopped to get a green tea at uh, Quick Trip on the way here. Man, I was this dude in there. Do you guys have whipped cream? And I was like, man, it's it's like 6.30. Do we have to yell? We need to yell. Maybe you didn't hear him. Some people are just not getting out of bed. Not to make this a thing in the show's lexicon, but this behavior you're speaking about, while it could apply, does not fall under general Caucasiary. I I wouldn't go that far. No, let's lay some blame. I think I'm bringing an air horn to my girlfriend's I'm going to say, I think they're pissed on the... She a doctor! And then that, too. Now, I've... (laughs) Full disclosure, because I get where Chris is going. If you are graduating like a major degree, like again, doctor, you know, your second master's, I think that warrants uh, air horn. I'd boo, I'd boo a second master's. Why? Overachiever. You only need one. <laughs> Thank you. They're just pulling themselves up no, with the bootstraps. No. Very, very expensive. The first bootstrap. one was a waste, obviously, because you didn't pay enough. You had to go get another one, <laughs> you right. idiot. About uh, seven hundred thousand dollars in debt and bootstraps to be pulled Seriously. up there. Good God! But no, I, I'm curious to hear everyone's feedback on this because I feel a certain way about folks celebrating during graduations. Personally, do you? Because you're going to be up neck deep in debt for the next twenty five years of your life, and you just like the studying, Chris. Ugh, you remember the days of studying in college, don't you? <laughs> We don't. I mean, when I was when I attended class, yeah. I mean, there was there were some times I studied once or twice. <laughs> uh, Mike Lee's Space Bar, Destiny. So is Cinnamon a family name? 
That's your name, right? I just, That's I your code name, Cinnamon? Don't know what you're talking about there, Chris. Guys, I'm <laughs> concerned with the tattoos on players since Molina got his neck tattoos. He's been a shell of the player he was. <laughs> Matt Adam gets his sleeves and can't hit a curveball. These aren't my Cardinals. Who's holding them accountable? I can't even look my kids in the eye. That's from South City Tone. <laughs> South City Tone, no one's going to procreate with you and have children. <laughs> That's a funny text. Oh, wow. He's trying to pretend that he has kids and people would actually make love to him. <laughs> That's silly. Tony the Plow Dow, I didn't have anyone celebrate my JD. Did you guys know I have a JD? It's a pretty good degree. Uh, yeah, we've only heard it on social media 4,000 times. And also, I graduated in the same class as JT Tiller at MU. Let's just say Mama Tiller and the fam were lit up in the Raptors. <laughs> That's Hearing nice. his name be read, Mike Lee's Facebook. I tell you this. I have a, a few friends presently going through law school. That is where you celebrate. You celebrate the hell out of that law degree. You know, oh, good God. I have seen people have mental breakdowns in law school. So if you can survive that, and I'm talking like Mizzou Law School. I'm not even talking like the Harvards of the world. Man, if you can survive that, Godspeed. Good luck to you, and you deserve to yell and scream as loud as you want. And uh, you know what? Let's take a quick break, guys. And there, there is something that we've... Uh, We've neglected here in this first hour. Have a single to mile, <laughs> Travis Farrell can be reached online at Black to the Future by the ACLU or any other concerned members of Hispanic Pulse. <laughs> Tarasenko to celebrate. Tarasenko to mile. Happy Damn, Cinco de Mayo, them? everybody. It's Chris Denman, Travis Trell, Michael Gaines. The show, St. Louis Live. We're here at 920 AM. <laughs> WGNU. We're excited to be here. You can listen online. We are liveradio.com. If you missed the first hour, we'll have the podcast up shortly. We'll be back. We're going to have Doyle Murphy in studio. We're going to have Benjamin Hockman calling in later. And Michelle Wolf from The Daily Show. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. Quick break. We'll be right back.